This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to MLB Extras, the Seattle Mariners edition. Hello, everybody. I'm Allison Footer, and I'm here with Greg John. As Greg gets ready to finally get to spring training, and Greg, I'm going to ask a question that makes me kind of laugh uh, because it's just I don't know. The Mariners have been kind of quiet lately. So are there uh, are they are they done? Are there any more moves to make? What do you think is going to happen between now and like I don't know a week and a half from now? <laughs> a week and a half. Well, a week and a half for Jerry Depoto is like a lifetime for most uh, people as far as moves. So uh, it, it seems quiet right now, and I, I, I think it, I think he's pretty set on what uh, what he's going to camp with here. Camp, uh, you know, pitchers and catchers reporting on Monday, and and they got that group uh, pretty well set. But but there is, you know, there's the there's so many free agents out there. Almost a hundred guys still out there, and I, there's still a chance of of guys, especially on like a, a minor league deal coming to camp and, and uh, you know, some, some pretty good players that could still be just looking for a place to land. And I, I could see them still making a move like that. They're, they're not going to make a big, big splash. Uh, you know, Edwin Encarnacion is kind of the, the question is a guy where the, they would be able to move him uh, after picking him up uh, during the winter. And certainly that's still a possibility, but it, it's pretty clear, Allison, that there's not a huge market for, uh, for DHs, veteran DHs right now. You know, Nelson Cruz went to the Twins and, and then Nacion, there's only a couple teams that would even maybe entertain a, a veteran of that kind to, to play DH. So uh, that market is slow. And it seems to me they're more likely to go into the season with him uh, and, and let him let him hit and let some team uh, come up with a need, uh, you know, to get farther and see if they can get a decent return for him. So I don't, I don't think they might have an Encarnacion at all, uh, DH and, and kind of being the anchor in that middle of that lineup as they go into the season. Yeah, I mean, they do want to have some guys that uh, that have some experience and they do want to try to win some games. So this isn't all about, um, you know, just kind of like rebuilding or retooling or whatever you want to call it. Um, you're going to have a lot to write about uh, at spring training. And that is what happens for fans out there that wonder what it is like to cover spring training. Um, the hardest ones to cover are the teams that are really, really good and where most of the positions are set and there's just not a whole lot going on. Um, you will not be in that situation because there's going to be position battles. And what are, can you give me maybe two or three things that are sort of the top of your list as things that you see as being the most intriguing as you go into spring training? Yeah, I mean, it, it really all for these Mariners is all about the, the new guys and, and what direction they're going and the progress we see with this. The new names, you know, I'm I'm fascinated to get down there and see Yusei Kikuchi on the mound and and see what he looks like. Obviously, the uh, the big free agent addition from Japan. So he, you know, the, when he gets out there and throws, and the, and the new prospects they picked up, the Justice Sheffield and and Eric Swan, Justin Dunn, these are guys that we have not seen uh, in a Mariner uniform, and most of them have most of us haven't seen them at all. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what what exactly they've got. You know, this is what this whole uh, year is going to be about is developing those young pitchers as well as the you know the position players. So uh, you know it's going to be to get in the eyes on those guys and then seeing the the mix and how this new group kind of fits together. You know, Malik Smith uh, 
uh, came to a, a media luncheon, uh, kind of his first introduction, just a personality just oozing from this kid. And, and uh, it's going to be fun to see him, you know, how he gets in with, that, you know, D Gordon. And it, these two guys just light up a locker room as far as I'm concerned. So it's going to be fun just to kind of see the interaction and how those young guys fit in and, and uh, as we go into it. And, and uh, you know, for me, it's getting to know these guys. And I think it's going to be the same for the fans. You know, uh, Domingo Santana is a, as a kid, you know, not getting a lot of publicity because there's been so many moves. But, but here's a here's a, a young left fielder that had 30 homers and uh, you know 875 OPS two years ago for the Brewers. You know, just a, a huge year for them. And then uh, you know they went on and got Lorenzo Cain and, and Christian Yelich, and his playing time uh, dipped understandably with those additions last year with the Brewers, and uh, and he did not have a good year. So you know where he. Yeah, what he can show this spring could be huge as, as far as their development going forward. So, yeah, just just those young shed long. I mean, I could go just down the list of guys they brought in that that are intriguing and there's something exciting about new and uh, and the unknown. As you mentioned, uh, this is not a team that you're going to trot out the same nine that we've been seeing. So, who are these new guys and just getting to know them? It's going to be uh, be very interesting for me, and I think the fans will get down to Peoria. Yeah, when you talk about some of the veteran guys, the guys that have been on the team for a few years, um, how do you think that they're approaching all of this? Um, I mean, I know that they'll be professional. They'll come into camp. They'll they'll do their job and um, all of that. But do you think there's going to be any kind of consternation on the on the part of a, a D Gordon and a Mitch Hanniger, just guys that, are, you know, they're there to win, and they probably know it's not going to be happening a ton this upcoming year. Right, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, it's a fascinating question. I've, I've tried to put myself in those guys' shoes. I, I mean, I, you, you would have to be human. I, I, you wouldn't be human if you didn't go, shoot, you know, we went from a team that won 89 and, and we're, we're knocking on the door of a playoff berth and it may not be quite that easy this year. Uh, uh, and so I, I would think there's naturally going to be some initial disappointment. But but uh, one thing I've learned about athletes and, and uh, people in general is is <laughs> they get excited by change as well. And to be part of something new and exciting you know, if things develop as, as, as hoped, uh, you know, that be part of that core group going forward has got to be you know, pretty flattering. You know, these are the guys they kept, the guys they want to build around, Mitch Hanegers and, and Marco Gonzalez's and, and uh, D Gordon. And, and, you know, to, to be, I know D, for instance, he was uh, the guy to get on the phone with these new kids when they were, when they picked him up uh, was, you know, the first first introduction, hey, you and welcome to Seattle. You know, can't wait to get on the field with you. Excited to see you, and and so you know, he's already stepped into kind of the the uh, the lead guy in that clubhouse as far as you know being the, the the veteran to come in and and build around. So I think it it works both ways. I think there's got to be some disappointment over you know what 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 happened, where are we going here, but as well as the uh, the excitement of hey, let's let's make this happen and let's see where we can go. Yes, every every week we try to spotlight a different player, a player that fans know that they uh, that we might they might want to keep their eye on. Um, you know, a guy like Mitch Haniger, who we've talked about extensively, um, but really he does represent what Depoto kind of has in mind for the guy that you still want around in a couple of years when this this trade is going to start turning again. Um, so he's just a solid, young, good, talented player that I guess is great for this team. Um, you know, how do you kind of view where he fits right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm eager to see Mitch's year here. I, mean, I think he was so good last year. I think people forget uh, that was his first full year in in his first healthy year in the major leagues. So, you know, he came in the year before and got hurt, but uh, uh, still had a very good year. But but last year was the first time he was able to play, uh, you know, full season, and what he produced was amazing. I mean, he was a, a top ten guy in in WAR and in all position players uh, 
uh, he, he was a, you know, an offer all-star. You know, he was the guy that the, the Depoto did say, Hey, this is what we want to build around. And he's one of those success stories, kind of the, the new modern uh, launch angle guys. You know, there's a couple of them, you know, Chris Taylor, JD Martinez, these kind of guys, Mitch Hanniger, the top of that list of guys who restructured their swing and really, really saw their careers go a new direction, you know, and here, here he is at 28 years old and, uh, you know, still, I think four or five years of team control left to be part of that, that mix. So to me, the interesting thing is, you know, Mitch has gone from being a, a guy who was picked up as the, the other player in the Gene Segura, Taiwan Walker trade uh, to, to now being a cornerstone of this franchise. And, and uh, it'll be interesting. He's a super solid guy. I think he'll handle that role well, but uh, it is an adjustment to be, you know, be the guy in the clubhouse to be the guy they're building around. And I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how Mitch handles that. He, he's uh, you know, you were, I know you were him in some uh, Allison and the trip to Japan uh, this off season. Uh, he's a guy who is uh, very serious about his game. Uh, and I don't think he's going to let anything sidetrack him, but he is going to have to learn to kind of be that, that, that centerpiece of a, of a, you know, he's, there's no Robinson Cano. There's no Nelson Cruz, uh, you know, that there's, there's uh, Mitch Hanniger in the middle of that lineup. And, uh, and just where they hit him will be interesting. Uh, he, he hit a lot of different spots in the lineup last year. They, they put him up lead up at the end of the year, and he just uh, excelled there. He's not going to be leading off this year with Malik Smith uh, in the group. So, you know, I think they might probably hit him second or third and uh, you know, see where he can go with that. So I, I think it, uh, an interesting year for Mitch Hanniger, uh, super guy to, to root for, just a solid dude. And, and uh, it'll be very fun uh, to see how he handles this year and kind of being the, the key to that uh, that new group. So you're going to have an interesting spring training. I mean, this is good because as much as we do love our jobs and we love writing about baseball, spring training becomes very tedious after a couple of weeks of doing the same thing every single day. I remember many times saying uh, in my 15 years in Kissimmee, Florida, um, oh, I wish someone would just pick me up and take me to the other side of the world. Okay, not really. You are going to the other side of the world right in the middle of spring training. I am insanely jealous of you. Um, so this is like a, kind of going to be a, a little bit of a, a crazy time for you, right? Because what is it, a week that you're going to have to allot to actually be over in Japan? Yeah, it is a different spring. I mean, normally we go down and you spend six or seven weeks in uh, lovely Peoria, Arizona, which uh, is pretty nice this time of year, I'm not going to lie. we got a couple inches of snow out here in Seattle, the first real winter snow we've had right now, and uh, uh, supposed to be... Uh, pretty good uh, another storm coming in this weekend about the time I'm flying down to Phoenix so maybe a nice time to get down there and get some some sun so I'm I'm not going to argue with that part of it for sure but it, it does drag out normally weeks this year we'll be there for one for uh, one month before we uh, get on the plane and head to Japan so you know, they're gonna be playing games here uh, in, in a week within the time we get down there everything's accelerated a little bit uh, it's gonna be a little more you know pressure to get especially with this new group Allison. I mean you know not only are fans learning who are these guys, so so is the coaching staff and and the uh, the club, uh, and they're gonna have to get get guys squared away in time to get on that plane and be ready to go play games that count uh, in in a month's time. SBAs in Japan, so uh, yeah, we spend a, a week in Japan. There'll be a couple exhibition games, uh, some some touring events, some uh, time in, to see Tokyo, and then a couple ball games, and get back on the plane back to Seattle. Uh, and then a, a couple of exhibition games, a couple of days off, and uh, jump into a, a, a home opener against the, uh, the Boston Red Sox. A, a pretty nice uh, accelerated start to it, which should be interesting, the newly named T-Mobile Park. <laughs> wow, that's going to be a nice leisurely 
for you, Greg. So uh, that's so great there. You're going to have a wonderful time over there. And um, yeah, and just be, well, we'll be talking to you next week, but I'll be telling you to, to travel safe probably 80 times between now and then. So um, thank you, Greg. Thanks to everybody for listening to MLB Extras, the Seattle Mariners edition. We'll talk to you next time.